Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Jacob Cooper Travels Talk Show, and I want to thank everyone for hopping on. Um, today, I have a really special guest, and I'm going to introduce her in a quick second. So I wanted to share with everyone who might be new to Jake Cooper Travels my background, what the talk show is all about, and um, where we're going today. So the travel side I've loved uh, for many years. And I started Jake Cooper Travels with the idea that I was gonna talk about where to go around the world. And then as everyone knows, COVID happened. And so it kind of paused us, but you know, it was a good pause in some ways because of the fact that it kind of allowed us to reflect on our own personal journeys, just you know, also where we're going in the world, but how we're also interacting with each other. And um, I know that my background's law, but I'm also a teacher and I'm also, you know, um, a mom and involved in a lot of other projects. So, you know, the how we travel in life covers many different areas. And that's why I'm always excited to meet new people, find out more about what they're doing. And today I have a woman on who um, is an author and she's an inspiration to many. Um, again, she's going to share her personal story and journey, but I am always excited to meet someone who's making a difference and having them on my talk show. So Teresa, how are you doing today? Hi, Miss Cooper. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? And also, I know for those that are on the talk show side, you're not seeing the visual, but um, the copy of her book is behind her. And uh, we're going to be mentioning the website where you can get the story. But if you don't have paper and pen, don't worry that the information will be in the blog below and you'll be able to, um, you know, hop over and um get the get the story and if you hear the little bells i do apologize though so that's my phone it's ringing up because people are so excited about her being on so um why don't you go ahead and um share a little bit about your background sure i grew up in um the tidewater area lupa news hampton um, after school, I moved to Washington, D.C. High School to go to school. I worked on Capitol Hill for several years for the House of Representatives. Um, and then I got into the mortgage banking industry. I was a mortgage banker for 20 years. My husband and I, we had our own mortgage company called Swift One Mortgage in Fairfax, Virginia. And of course, during the housing bubble, it took us down. Mm -hmm. So I had to reinvent myself. So I reinvented myself as... Um, as an author. I started my writing career and uh, I had a hard time finding a you know, traditional publisher. So my husband and I, we started our own publishing company called Fun Text Publishing out of Largo, Maryland. So we had that up and running for several years. Um, and also uh, we have a nonprofit organization called Need Change Now. We just got our 501c3 status the latter part of last year. So we're looking forward to um, bringing that organization into manifestation. And we also have a tax company called Griffin and Johnson Tax Prep. So we try to do, my husband tells me all the time, he said, you keep throwing enough stuff against the wall, something that's finally going to stick. So we've been throwing enough stuff. So <laughs> seem like things are starting to stick for us. So that's a little bit about my background. Uh, I just love people. I just love helping 
you know, I, I, I love writing, traveling, you know, so I'm excited to talk about that part of the, uh, the show. Um, but that's about, I'm a grandmother and a mother. Um, and of course, I'm a wife. Yeah, uh, you know what, I, what I'm really um, excited to, to talk with you about are um, your insights, both as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, um, and I love the fact that you diversified. You know, a lot of times um, we think that we have to stay in one area, but um, just like, you know, your husband mentioned, it is important to think outside the box and to have multiple paths um, because, you know, like myself, you know, when travel kind of waned because of COVID, you pick up the other ball and you go with that, you know, so that way you have, you know, a, it's always a juggle act. It's just a question of which one are you going to be juggling right now? And um, especially if you, if you have good people on your team, you can manage and maneuver more than one. So, um, so tell me more about your book. Um, and I love the fact that you created a publishing company um, and you were helping other people. Um, so tell me more about the book and, and what your, your whole, the guidance in terms of writing. Okay, the, um, the name of the book is Mint, M-I-N-T, like the candy mint. It is a uh, historical fiction. It's about a woman who was born in 1856. She was born during slavery. Um, and uh, once slavery was over with, she received her freedom papers and she moved to New York. And she always dreamed of being a business owner, even as a slave. When she would lay on the, in the book, there's a magical place she used to like to go. And she would go to this sunflower patch and she would just lie there and dream of being an entrepreneur. So once she became a free woman, she became an entrepreneur. She became a very successful woman. She had several businesses and she was, um, she was able to send her grandson. She raised her grandson. She was able to send her grandson to college. The book is, she's telling a story in 1966. So she's telling a story to her grandson. So she keeps going back in history. So she's going from 1966 to the 1800s. And wow. this is so amazing because <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, when people read this book, they honestly believe I sat down and had this conversation with this young lady. She told me all these little secrets, but I made the whole story up. Um, but it is definitely a page turner. A lot of people say they learn a lot from the book because I did a lot of research. I did three months of research before I honestly sat down and started writing the book because I wanted to be as accurate as possible, especially when you're going back to the 1800s. So there's a lot of things that I had to do as the author because I want the book to seem real and sound like I did my job because a lot of people really think the book is real. And what's so funny, when I finished Mint One, everybody wanted her to keep telling these stories because the story that she's telling, are, oh, they are amazing. So I wrote Mint Two. Awesome. Yes, so that we, that will be coming out next year, Mint Two. So, so um, where can people find the book? You can go to uh, Barnes & Noble website. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Goodreads, um, Book Depository and discover books. So okay. We're out there. Just and just and and I, my my social media platform, everything is meant 
M-I-N-T by Teresa. And Teresa is spelled T-E-R-E-S-A without the H. So if you put in, if when you go on Amazon, you put in Mint by Teresa or YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, Mint by Teresa, you'll find me. That's awesome. And as I mentioned to everyone else, uh, you know, on the show, the uh, the contact information will definitely be in the blog below. So um, why did you decide that she, in, in your imagination, everything, why did you decide that she wanted to be an entrepreneur? And did she, in the story, had she learned about, uh, how did she learn about what that means, you know, and, and what gave her the courage to kind of strike out and do that? When she was a little girl, she was she she was always watching. Mm -hmm. I had her. She was always watching the older slaves. So, um, and one of the reasons the reason why I wrote this book this way because she was able to learn to read, write, count money, and do math as a slave. So what she did because she knew running a plantation was a business. Yeah, for sure, it was a business. So she she would watch her master and see, and she saw how he was operating in, as a business because there are stories out there about slavery, but this is a different type of story because she had a really, her, uh, Pete, that was his first name. Uh, he was very kind to her. Okay. So he wanted his slaves to have, um, book hands, not whole hands. That was his philosophy. He wanted them to learn first. And a lot of the other slave owners used to frown upon that, but she was, she was given that opportunity. So she was like a little sponge soaking up everything. So she said she saw that she could control her own destiny mm -hmm. by being a business owner. And she went and, and that's what she did. She became a business owner, very successful business. She has several businesses and you learn about her businesses, um, through, you know, throughout her storytelling. So, um, when she was older, did what kind of struggles did she have? Because um, I'm sure that success wasn't easy. So um, even though she was very persistent. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Mrs. Cooper, the, you know, because we're dealing with part of the book is, you know, slavery. So mm -hmm. there are some dark chapters in the book. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell your readers that it's not, but I wrote it that way. Um, but as far as her the first struggle was when she wanted to start her own business and she realized nobody would rent a building to her because she was an african-american i mean she back then she was a considered a colored woman yeah which that was unheard of in the late 1800 because it was really a man's world <laughs> so she knew she had a difficult time even yeah a building so she was able to get over that obstacle and she just played this game it was a game to her because she was like if a man can do it I can do it also so she just played this game and she played it very well to the end because she she lived to be you know at the end of the book she's she's in a hundred over a hundred she's 110 and she's going and you know back in history telling her story but she just watched and she she like I said people don't understand and I mentioned that in the book that plantation was a business. It wasn't just about controlling people and, 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 and selling slaves. It was actually a business. And her slave master, Pete Robinson, he had a very successful business. And she modeled after that because he told her at the end of the day is 
supply and demand. You supply the demand for the people, and that's how your business became so successful. So, you know, while you were talking, I kept seeing in my head um, all these other spinoffs that could happen, and I'm sure you've already thought about it, but um, being a teacher, I keep thinking that this would be a great book for um, students to read and then having, you know, um, a, a, a curriculum tied to it for teachers. Have you thought about going in that direction? You know, my publisher, he said something to me about, you know, putting the book in the library. Um, the reason... I need to really think about that. I may have to rewrite some chapters yeah. because of the writing style. I'm a cinematic writer. So I give you a lot of details. And I don't know if, you know, this the, the what age group I will have to see, you know, because a lot of people will, will probably reject it because of some of the descriptions that I put in the book. But if that's the avenue that we can go down, of course I will rewrite the book to get it into school. Because this is, like I said, it's a story that has never been told before. You yeah. know, no. stories, they either stay on the plantation or they escape the plantation. But because this was a different narrative, I wanted to tell a different narrative. How her, because, and I'll give you, I'll give your um, listeners a little bit. She was able to learn to read, write, count math, um, count and do basic math, right? Count money. She was so good, she started a school on the plantation. So she became a teacher as well. While she was a little girl, she was teaching the other slaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's really special. I, I mean, I, I see, like I mentioned, um, a lot of different possibility for sharing the story. And it might end up initially not be through the public school system just because the, um, not that it couldn't, but the, uh, the review process, the approval process is a lot longer, but charter schools, private schools, alternative, you know, Montessori, things like that. Um, they, they're, you know, sometimes it's a lot easier to get creative works in and, um, and have that rich discussion with students, you know, um, to inspire them because that's, that's what it's all about is the conversation. Right. So, um, so I went, you had said that your next book is coming out next year. Um, how are you, do you know how you're extending the story? Is it going to be from, um, her, her family's view or how are you, what's, what's next on in this, in this episode? Well, meant to was completed. Oh, it's completed. Okay. It's the story is completed. It's out. When I say completed, that means it's out my head. So now it will go through the editing process. I got uh, and then, you know, of course they may come back and help me do rewrites or whatever the case may be, but I don't want to give too much away, but what okay. I tell you is there is a myth three as well. I started it. Um, I wrote the first two chapters. Even if Mint, my original character, is not alive, because I can't keep her alive forever. Never, right. right. <laughs> always be mentioned. In yeah. every book. I will always go back and share a story about her life in every book. Yeah. That's as far as I'm going to give you. <laughs> okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. So let's kind of jump over to, uh, I mean, I'm loving having the conversation with you, but let's, uh, I usually have about midway through 
a one tip, one place. So um, which do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the the inspirational tip or would you like to talk about a, a, a fun place for individuals to travel to and explore? Um, listen, we can do travel. That's fine. Okay. All right. So where would you, I know that sometimes as travelers, we, or even in local places that we live, we, we know of hangouts and places that others that might come to an area might not discover. What area have you traveled to or have lived at and think that people should really discover? Well, I will, right now, because I'm in the Williamsburg, Williamsburg, Williamsburg area, I will say Williamsburg, and because the reason why I would say that, because there's a lot of history here. Yes, there is. You don't understand. You, we have Jamestown. Um, we have um, um, the, where the first slave ship came mm -hmm. to Virginia. Um, and, it, it, and people don't understand this part of Virginia is, is a peninsula. Mm -hmm. So we're surrounded by water on three sides. So they have a lot of beautiful beaches, you know, that, I mean, beaches that people, you can drive your car so on to, you know, on the sand. Um, and there's a lot of wineries, you know, that ah. people like to drink wine. There's a lot of wineries. I did not realize Williamsburg had so many wineries until we moved here. We moved here, um, we moved and we was in Hampton, um, not far from Hampton Institution, we um, lived. Uh, we take care. Of, we moved down here to take care of my father, and then um, we moved to Williamsburg because we wasn't going to move back to the D.C. metropolitan area. We didn't want to leave him. You know, we wanted him to come with us, but he didn't want to move. So we said, okay, we'll stay here. But we want. We like the Williamsburg area. But I will say Williamsburg because people don't understand. In order to know your your future, you have to know your past. Very true. And 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 I think that's what maybe probably gave me the inspiration to really write this book. Because like I said, it's a lot of history. You know, I took this place for granted growing up. I didn't realize the history mm -hmm. here, but it's a lot of history. It's beautiful. And we live not far from Williamson Mary, uh, Mary College. It's one of the oldest colleges you know in in the in, in the united states so it's a lot of history so i will say williamsburg the williamsburg area um is a very if, if put that on your your bucket list list um um but personally for me i would say dubai dubai for me, for me i would like to i actually am going to be heading to dubai at the end of june oh I'm jealous. And it's the first time for me. So I'm very excited. Oh, so, oh, oh how, for how long? How long? Uh, about 12 days. <laughs> and um, so where in Dubai should I explore since that would be my first time? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I just, you need to report. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> next year, I've never been to Dubai. Okay. All right. I want to go to Dubai. I, I told my husband, I said, we, we have to go to Dubai. So, um, but my daughter and son-in-law, um, they, they are um, sending us to Hawaii next year for seven days. Nice. So they bought, they, they buy a place in Hawaii. So I told my husband, I said, it's good when your kids are doing well. So places that you don't have to buy, they can buy for you. Then you get to go for free. So <laughs> 
That's exciting. That's definitely exciting. You'll definitely enjoy that. So what's the tip that you would, um, a takeaway tip for those that are listening that they might want to kind of be inspired by? You know what I would say, Ms. Cooper? To always hold on to your dreams. Yes. Because that's what Mint did. Mint held on to her dreams. And, you know, I was thinking about this when you asked me earlier. And I said, you know what? Dreams. And this is what I'm going to tell your audience. D-R-E-A-M-S. Demanding your reality with eagerness and manifesting until it is supportive. So until it shows up, that's what I will say. Don't ever give up on your dream. Demand it with eagerness until it manifests into what you want it to be. That's so- beautiful. That's that's absolutely beautiful. And it's a great, great uh, inspiring tip for anyone who's listening. Um, because a lot of times there are different uh, things that happen within our personal lives that kind of sometimes make us forget. Yes. So um, that is great. So for everyone who's here, remember, um, thank you so much for hopping on. Definitely like and subscribe. All the links will be below. So you'll be able to get the book and the future book as well. So thank you. Remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all connected. We're one world and have a great day. Thank you so much.